Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. I lost my Jersey accent when I left Jersey for a long period of time. And people were always like, oh, you don't sound like you're from Jersey. But then when I get around my Jersey friends like a little, London. then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, hey, buddy, F you. Hey, yeah, get the hell you. out of here. Oh, Fortunately, yeah. you resisted. <laughs> I don't have to resist on this no, one, No, you though. don't. No, you don't. You know, in case you were wondering what that fucking Jersey accent sounded like, it's more like, hey, what the fuck you looking at? Get the fuck out of here. All there right. <laughs> He's been holding it in all week. We're not live on Sky Sports although, now. <laughs> although you did machine gun bullshit. I did. Live on Sky Sports NFL. And I gave it the bullshit. Like, just the thing, eh, maybe you know, I could just squeeze, That's squeeze not, it in. You obscured the wrong part of the word. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the bull's not the problem. Problem. <laughs> uh, uh, we're having a good week, though. Chris Sims unbuttoned PFTPM, the Joint Mega Picks podcast, for the final time this year. Man, sad. Maybe the final time ever. Who it's, knows? It, oh no, the future is. What isn't are you? Written. That was like what? That was like that was like a, a, a like a Shanahan bad headline right there. Doctor Doom strikes again. If Jimmy Garoppolo is not dead, he'll be the starting quarterback <laughs> of the 49ers. If Florio and Sims are not dead, they will do more podcasts next there, year. There are other complications. Locations other than death that could keep it from ever happening again, but we hope it will, and we hope that it will continue. It's been how many years now since I we've know. been doing the picks? I can't. It hasn't been. Have we been doing the picks the whole time we've been doing PFT Live together? Yeah, I don't know. It all just kind of no, melts I think it was together. Like officially became full-time NBC. So this is like year three, I think, of the Picks podcast. You, you know, you know, one thing I realized last night. I was doing some research on past stories as I was doing my latest copy-paste snarky comment. Right. I tripped over a video of us from five years ago. Oh, my gosh. You were young. Right. And I was fat. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have been that fat. I, the, I was little, rotund. A little, little I chunkier. I was 20 pounds heavier than I am now. Man, really? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't, I don't either until I watch that video. Thanks. <laughs> I was young, though, huh? You had a lot more hair. A lot more hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those days You're were doing gone. your best. 
You're doing your best to guide what's there to cover spots where it isn't. I have no spots that are not there. I mean, I have like my foreheads getting bigger. I'm receding hairline. I don't have that gift that you have. You got freaking Frankenstein hair over there. It's never going to move, apparently. Yeah, and it's you funny. don't even have a forehead. You got a three head. It's, it's funny. It <laughs> has moved some over the years. Right. And I decided at one point that I'm just going to let nature take its course. Just let it go Good. Gray. Every once in a while, though, when I get out of my house yeah. where the lighting does not reveal right. how gray it is. Right. Like, I'll see return here, and I think, hey, who's that old dude on set? <laughs> oh, shit, it's me. It's you. <laughs> it is. So, <laughs> it has gone to another level of gray this year, but it, it, you look good. And now it's too, late. It it's too late to do anything about it. Uh, yeah. You can't go back. No, you once, look like a Once fool. the gray is out of the bottle, the gray stays. Oh, you cannot undo the gray. You better not, or it'll be a long week or year for you until it, they get, <laughs> it wears off. Oh, I, my like, gosh. I undergo some organic personality change <laughs> next year and show up with, like, jet black hair. Oh, and there are a few around. It's funny. There's a few around. There's a few around. Yeah. There's a few where it's like you just like to pull the guy like, aside come on, and give say, it up. dude, dude. Like, you're not I fooling mean, anybody. I mean, you're jet, 73 and, and your yeah, hair's jet, jet black. black. Hair. I mean, <laughs> right. good Lord. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's get to it before we name names. This is the PFTPM Chris Sims joint collaboration. You have been great in the playoffs. What the hell? I thank God you didn't find your groove until it was <laughs> there, there. There's jet black hair when it really was jet black hair. Thank God you didn't find your groove sooner, or you would have kicked my ass. You have been 11 and one in the postseason straight up, seven and four against the spread, four and one best bets. Man. Unbelievable. But I still have a half game. Lead and best It'll bets. come down to this. But how do can we have best bets in one game? There is no best bet. There is no worst bet. There's just a bet. You're right. You're right. I know. So I guess you won basically. I mean, oh, we're gonna pick conceded. a. We're gonna pick a bet. Uh, who we're picking against the spread, right? Well, I, have I a think feeling, we're gonna agree too. Yeah, I have, I have a, a feeling we're gonna have the same we path. We spent all week together. Right. We have a pretty good idea where we're leaning on yes, this we one, do. and that's what we're gonna be doing today. All odds provided by BetMGM. Let's just get right into it. Yeah. The line started at Kansas City minus one and a half over the Eagles. Then it went to Philadelphia minus two and a half. It is settled in at the Eagles as one and a half point favorites. So they can't wear their dog masks. They can't call themselves underdogs. Right. They can't have a chip on their shoulder. That plays into the Chiefs' hands just like in the AFC Championship when I should have seen it coming. Now that game could have gone either way. Of course it could have. But right. once it ended and they just unleashed that vitriol, that made it clear they were paying attention to all the talk about Burrowhead, all the talk about the Bengals. The Chiefs were motivated by the fact that they were underdogs, and they're going to be motivated by it in this one. I, I would think so, right? I think if we just like if we just evaluated the who's the underdog or going to have the chippiness factor of wait, we've been disrespected here a little bit. I would certainly favor the Chiefs in that department. And this is something we've talked about a lot here during this week, right? When we're not doing our podcast, is you know, was is the 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 Eagles haven't had to beat Chippy in seven weeks, right, Mike? I mean, that's the big thing with me is just there hasn't been any battle-tested moments. It's kind of been, hey, roll out the red carpet. The, the 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 Eagles are one of the best teams in football. The playoffs laid out in a way where they got to play a team that was not even in the same stratosphere as them in the Giants in divisional round. And then the Purdy thing where the, the Chiefs, like to what you're saying, Mike, are going to sit here and go, wait. We're underdogs. We're the team that's won the Super Bowl. We have the MVP and the best player in the league. We've been here three out of four years. Like, what the fuck? 
I, I totally can see them playing that that angle inside their locker room right now. And think about this. The Eagles were here five years ago, and they do have some common threads, but not many. Right. The Chiefs have a lot back to two years ago. Yeah. They have guys who know what this week is like, know what this routine is like, know what it's like to have a 25-minute halftime. Yeah. There are just advantages that come through being experienced. And you've got a guy in Patrick Mahomes who is determined to get to number two, who is determined to carry the team as far as he possibly can. Nothing against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles because I think the Eagles are deserving of being here. Of course. They are a great team top to bottom. What they've done defensively and offensively this year is spectacular. But to me, that 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 just that the Chiefs and having gone through difficult games to get here, and it's just there's something about you can see the look on Patrick Mahomes' face. There's a determination when you combine that with his talent. It makes him unstoppable. No no question. I think that's what's scary, and I think that's what, you know, we've, we've, we've tried to, you know, drill home to people during the pro our pro football talk show during the day is that, yeah, the Eagles are better, but not by so much of a mark that, you know, a great player like a great quarterback in a quarterback league and a, being an all-time great player in Patrick Mahomes can't even the scales or at least even tip them into the favor of the Chiefs. That's where the game itself is fascinating. There is, I have a hard time, you know, these are the one reason that I've done well in the playoffs and our picks here is just because these are teams people on my podcast always want to know about, right? And they're the teams that are kind of were at the top of the league all year long. So I've always was... Oh, I got to watch that film. I got to watch. So I have a good feel for that. And, and, and I usually feel like I get to the time of the Super Bowl and I can pick two or three things to go. These things will determine the game. I feel like I'm in a game here this year where it's like there's eight things. I can't even pinpoint the one or two things that I think are going to make the difference in the football game. And I think that's where it's fascinating. There's a lot of like tide turning matchups within the matchup that I think could have a big effect on the overall football game. And it's where it's, it's kind of hard to, to pinpoint. Well, rattle off a few of them. I'm curious now. Yeah. What, what, what are they? Because it sounds like you've got plenty of data points you're relying upon right. in advance of your inevitable pick. Right. Well, I think the, the, the first thing I would just, just to rattle off. All right, so let's start off with, like, uh, the Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense, right? You know, one, hey, do I worry about the Chiefs? And can they just hang in there and not get steamrolled by the run game that we've seen the Eagles just overpower people with? I mean, the Eagles are so good at the run that they literally will run the play, run the ball double-digit plays in a row, and you know the run that's coming, and you still don't stop it. So I worry about that aspect. But then I also know Steve Spagnuolo is smart. They do have pretty good depth. They got Chris Jones, who we know is the best D lineman in this, and he's creative. And I think that Spagnuolo will change up the looks along that defensive line, too, to where they can't just go, oh, wait, they're playing this, so let's get to those plays, right? I think they'll, like Joe Burrow, you got to change the coverages. This is a game where you got to go, wait, we got to change the front so they can't expect, oh, we can get to this group of run plays here. We'll get our checks right and we'll gash them no matter what. So there's that element. Well, the linebackers, you know, you have to run blitz a little bit, right? I think when you play the Eagles, create some chaos. Okay, that's good, but it's also dicey. It could lead do, oh no, it's the wrong blitz against the wrong play, and now it's a huge play down the field, right? So those are just some from that element right there on that side of the ball that worry me, let alone I think the Chiefs have great man-to-man -man defenders. I think we saw that a little bit. And if they can get the Eagles in a passing game, man, their blitzes and coverages will be a handful. But at the same time, if they don't get them in that, I go, man, one-on-one -on -one and A.J. Brown could be scary in the favor of the Eagles too, right? 
So I, I hope you're getting my gist here. Yes. It's like for every zig, I can make a zag comment on the other side, and I feel like I've never been in that position before at this kind of game. Well, and this just makes me convinced that at the end of the day, and we see almost every single game comes down to moments, plays, what happens here, and right. the impact that has on the game, what happens in this one, and who makes the play, who steps up, or is there an unlucky bounce or a bad call because for every bad call, is a good call right. on the other side, somebody who benefits when they shouldn't have. And I hope a bad call slash good call doesn't decide this game. But I could see it. I see where you're coming from. I still yeah, I, I still believe in the Chiefs. I know. But, yeah. but there is a path that is not implausible. I mean, the, the Eagles are favored for a reason. They, they are, when you look at position by position and stack them all up, you would say they're the better team. Right. But, but. There are intangibles right. that I think make a real difference. Right, and not and not so much better that we just go, oh my gosh, like, you know, I know some people are going, he's going to have to have the greatest game of his life. I don't, I don't think it's to that extent. You know, are the Chiefs going to have to play well? Is Patrick Mahomes going to have to play well? Of course, because that, their team runs through Patrick Mahomes. You know, that runs through the passing game. You know, but the, but yeah, the, the, you know, I'm I'm with you there too. You know, it's just then you you yeah you flip over the. Flip, the, flip it over to the other side. The great Eagles defense, you know, they're getting pressure on everybody. That scares me, them getting pressure on Mahomes. But wait, it's a great pass protecting the line with the Chiefs. And it's Andy Reid, an ex-offensive line coach, where the blitz never really gets to them or fool them. And you're talking about the best blitz quarterback we've seen in football. So you want to bring five? Go ahead, he, bring extra. Right, he's going to be like, please, take one less guy out of the area that I got to read downfield. You know, there's that element too. And then also off of that is like, all right, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. Will the Eagles play their normal aggressive style early in the football game? Will they take a more conservative approach and just go, you know, we're going to play our four-man front and play coverage and, you know, make you work the ball down the field? But then I would say to that, and this is where it's different, I think, to our conversation of the Chiefs in the Super Bowl two years ago, I go, and we've hit this a lot, the Chiefs can run the ball. If you want to play coverage, and the Eagles, probably the weakest thing on their football team is their run defense. So you go, oh, you want to be conservative and do that? All right, well, yeah, you might take away some big plays, but Mahomes is better in the pocket now than he's ever been before just taking the right read, let alone Pacheco, your favorite running back in the game right now, is a real force. So that's what I mean. There's so many little things, and it's just uh, it's, it's a great matchup. That's why I'm so excited. Wouldn't that be something if the Eagles dare the Chiefs to run and they just do? I, I, I wouldn't be shocked, especially early on. I really wouldn't because, you know, I – I got to think if I'm the Eagles and I'm playing Kansas City and Andy Reid a little bit, I'm a little early about that, worried about that first 15. What few tricks? He's going to throw some curveballs at us that we weren't really ready for. What's that going to be? Okay, let's not be crazy on defense early. Let's get a feel for them a little. And that's where this great old line with the Chiefs could come into play too and them running the football. If this line holds, it's the first time Mahomes would ever be an underdog in the playoffs. I still have in my head they were underdogs against the Bengals because it opened – yeah, as the, the Bengals other way. being the favorites, right. but then it went the other way and stayed that way. It's the 15th straight Super Bowl where the spread is less than a touchdown. Favorites are six and seven. New England and Seattle was a pick 'em. There was no favorite, and four and nine against the spread over the last 13. It it look. When you get to this level, both teams deserve to be here. Both teams are good. Both There haven't been any fluky teams that have slipped through the cracks in recent years and gotten to the Super Bowl. Right. Other than the Eagles, and they won it. Even though they were the one seed, there was a sense that it was just yeah, they shouldn't be here. Yeah, with the quarterback and right. Nick Foles and all um, that. But, right. but uh, yeah, so hopefully we're in for a good game. Hopefully it's not like the old school 70s 
blowouts that were boring as hell. And I think that neither team is going to give up early if they fall behind. I'd be right. more concerned about the Eagles if they fall behind than right. the Chiefs. Right. I Chiefs would fall behind, they'll find a way. Eagles fall behind, it could fall apart. Yeah, that, that, that to me is an interesting, you know, angle for sure, right? I think it goes back into kind of what we started off the pod with a little bit as far as the the concern of the Eagles not having to play really any real meaningful, tough, battle-tested games. They have not played an offense or a quarterback like this. This is a whole different animal. And when you add all those things up, and yeah, what, what would the, the reaction of the Eagles be if they got down 14-0, 17-3 early? And then I do think that type of game certainly would favor the Chiefs, not only just because of the scoreboard, but the big thing is what? It's going to force the Eagles to do what they don't want to do. They don't want to drop back and throw the ball 45 times. That's not what they want to do. They will only do that unless you're just so crazy and playing run defense that they go, okay, fine. Hey, we'll just keep throwing if you're going to do that. And I think that that bodes well for the Chiefs too. But, you know, there's the other side of that where the Eagles run game, running out the clock, just mashing the ball down the field on the Chiefs and, and doing that also scares me for the Chiefs as well and keeping Mahomes off the field. Uh, so that's what I mean. It's just a, it's a great game. And I think, like, to your point, we're seeing the two best teams in the league. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat. Protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So. Yeah. You want to go there already? You let's ready? go there. Let's go there. All right. What do we think? Well, I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I, and, and, and it's a weird one in the fact that, you know, like, like – I get, the, the, the Eagles are better, as you'd explained. I think we would take more positions and players, but it's a lot of close calls. I think the magnitude of the moment favors the Chiefs. I think the way the season has unfolded, I don't know, like with the Eagles, I'm not sure, did they play their best football and now they haven't recaptured it? Or are they going through a snooze fest here down the stretch and they're about to play their best football? I'm not really sure how to gauge them a little bit right now. And then their Jalen Hurts injury is also there, right? And I just think with the, the Chiefs, 
I, I just think I think he's a is just a special player. I picked the 49ers to win that Super Bowl a few years ago, and I remember telling you the 49ers are better. They're the better team, top to bottom. And you were going, yeah, but not by so much that this guy playing quarterback can't pull it out. And I don't know if I'm scarred by that and a few other times in my life, but yeah, I'm gonna go Chiefs, 28-24. Wow. I always go with the score that just kind of materializes yeah. in front of my I eyes. I didn't write it down. 27-24 just... is what came to me while we started talking about it. I was thinking 30-27, but 27-24. almost thought 24-21. That was the score of the Super Bowl in which the Patriots beat the Eagles mm. with Terrell Owens, yeah. who would have been the MVP. That, yeah, right. But I'll go 27-24. Chiefs win, and obviously we think the Chiefs cover because of the fact that they are currently – the underdogs. What's the over/under game? Over/under on this game? It's fifty point five. So, right. uh, I'm. I have it just over, and I really. I don't know. Fifty. I. I. I that's a. That's a good over/under, because I really don't know which way I'd go. Yeah. I, I feel a hair over, but it could easily go under. Yeah. You have it over by a point and a half. Right. It's. Uh, I feel like it'll be in that range. I guess you know, I'd be shocked if it ended up being some just offensive shootout I guess I mean if we got into a game it was like 38 35 I don't know I, I can see offense and big plays you know but getting in the end zone capitalizing on some of those big plays and extending those drives I think that's a different animal all in itself so I feel like if the Eagles win they're going to win by seven to ten or more right and if it's a close game the Chiefs are going to win and I think the Chiefs I I think the least likely outcome is the Chiefs win a blowout they're just they just don't they don't blow people out. Right. They, they didn't, you know, they they didn't cover against the Jaguars. No. And I just I feel like if it's going to be close, it favors them. And if it's the Eagles, it's it. There's a chance. The, 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 we'll know early on well, I know if Mahomes saying. can get it done. Right. If Mahomes just can't get it done against yeah. that defense, then fine. I stand corrected. All bets are off, and the Eagles well, win the I, Super Bowl. Well, I know what you're saying. I think you're. You know, I hear what you're saying. You're like the Eagles win. It's hey, they're running the ball. They're controlling the clock. They're up by a close they seven. Shift it. They shift it right, right. into gear they're like they close, did. You're, yeah. You know, the Chiefs are in the game the whole game long, but it, but it never feel like they're in control, and the Eagles wear you down. And that's that's what they've done to a lot of football teams. When the 49ers tied it up with the Christian McCaffrey touchdown, and it right. was 7-7, the Eagles just kind of settled in right down the field, score the touchdown, then get the ball back, score another one, and it just feels like a backbreaker. Yes. And that's what they can do to you. They can get two touchdowns just like that, and you're done. If the Chiefs win it'll be the first time the regular season MVP which undoubtedly will be Patrick Mahomes when they announce it on Thursday night first time since Kurt Warner in 1999 for the double dip win the MVP win the Super Bowl and of course Warner was the Super Bowl MVP and the regular season MVP the Super Bowl uh, let me back up a step the AP MVP has lost eight straight Super Bowls during that 23 window which is just incredible but there it is. It's been a long, long time since 1999 season when the Rams won after Kurt Warner came out of nowhere as the replacement for Trent Green because Rodney Harrison hit him low in a preseason game. Right. And I remember thinking, what are the Rams going to do? And Dick Vermeil's going to get fired and they're going to be terrible. And off they went. Off they went. It was a, a special year. It certainly was. I, you know, can still remember. I was at that Super Bowl actually when they beat the Tennessee Titans. Pretty amazing that we haven't had the MVP win the Super Bowl in that long. It really is, especially when you, we always talk about 
you know, that's a quarterback league and, and all of that. And you're going, hey, yeah, well, okay. Hey, there's, there's still a lot of other factors that play into this. But, you know, another thing I think we got to be fair to bring up here, too. You know, we hit on Jalen Hurts' shoulder a little. We don't know where that's going to be. You talked about Mahomes. The, the health of, like, Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, not that he needs to be 100%, but certainly needs to be good enough to work some of those underneath intermediate routes. And the other guy that I look at to kind of be a key factor to the football game, and I think he really was about to be in the AFC Championship game, is Kadarius Toney. Kadarius Toney is the guy I look at. If he can be healthy for this game, that could be the guy that kind of comes out of nowhere to where we go, whoa, did Kadarius Toney have, you know, five catches for 110 yards and like two rushes for 40 yards? I think he's capable of being that kind of under-the-radar weapon for this football team. One of those guys that, you know, again, as we talk about all the time, it can't always be a 12-play, perfect drive, surgical, and we're just doing everything right. you got to have some guys that can rip off some big plays, and that's where I feel like Kadarius Toney can be a factor. Another example of Andy Reid being willing to give that opportunity to somebody who's had struggles elsewhere. He'll embrace talent. He'll work with talent, turn it into something. And he became the guy that OBJ would have been if right. he had landed right. with the Chiefs. Now, and, you know, maybe it never would have worked there because OBJ would want the ball more, et cetera, et cetera. That's the great thing about the Chiefs right now, that culture. There's nobody complaining for the ball publicly or privately. Last year it wasn't public. It was private with Tyreek Hill. This year they're all content with the roles. We talked about that earlier in the week, and I just think it makes a huge difference for the uh, – I was distracted. There's Tuco Salamanca from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Right, Sorry, right. I couldn't. I, I usually don't lose my concentration, but you never know when you're going to get your brains bashed in by Tuco as he slips by. Yes. Not uh, to be confused with Tuco Ramirez from The Good, Bad, The Bad, and The Ugly. Well, two, right. Two I great know, Tucos I know. in American. I, I remember him more from a movie, and I'm blanking on the movie right now. I, I, I want to say it's the Denzel Washington movie, right? Training, training day. day where he goes you never had your shit pushed in man you never had your shit pushed in okay you brought me down that row and i'm going there right. uh, <laughs> don't yeah, get nervous there uh, goes demario davis he might whoop your ass too yeah but uh that was something it's just weird well you, you expect to see football players yes. and coaches here you don't ex expect see, to see, see some, when you see a movie star Breaking Bad. a music star yeah. you're like oh man yeah. that's awesome look at that person right. all right well we're gonna take a break and start looking around for more people that uh, we will recognize or maybe we won't who knows oh we're not taking a break no. we're saying goodbye we're ending the podcast we're goodbye we're, this is well, a podcast. tomorrow we're gonna do a, so there's a no props. commercial breaks on a podcast we're gonna do props with jay croucher and matthew berry yeah. you are i'm not uh, no you your are. ass is here no, too okay I'm that's I'm right gonna be, i'm gonna be hanging with tuco it's tomorrow. an nbc bet mgm <laughs> extravagant collaboration you better right. be there prop bets coming see tomorrow. you tomorrow and also pft live we'll be here again thursday and friday thanks for some of your time we'll see you soon see ya The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. 
Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.